This is God's servant, the Apostle David Uzu. I want you to know today is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. In the course of the week, we have been dealing with a very important subject on soul ties, how to break away from soul ties, breaking soul ties and uh, spiritual marriages. And today we are crowning the chapter on uh, soul ties. We've been dealing with soul ties. I've explained what soul ties are and I've explained um, the, the characteristics of soul ties, what makes you know that you are under a soul tie or you are under the influence of uh, a sexual soul tie. And um, uh, uh, and then and I, I, I took you through some five points yesterday. I'll just reiterate them. And then today we go, how can you disconnect yourself from soul ties? That is what I'm going to be dealing with you today. And then we can get into prayer. Um, 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 and then we shall be through. How can you? break soul ties, disconnecting yourself from soul ties. How do you deal with soul ties? How do you break away from soul ties? I want you to tag a friend, tag a brother, tag a sister, tag a relative, tag somebody. Let somebody get connected to the platform. And I know for sure their lives will never ever be the same again. Somebody be just connect a friend, connect a brother, connect a sister. Don't leave any of your family members out today because God is ready to change their lives. God is ready to change their lives. Tag that cousin in the US, that sister. They are going through marital issues. They are struggling to find husband. This is their moment. This is the way they need to know so that they can be free. Now, how do you break away from sexual soul ties? And now let's, let's, let, let me first take it from what are the characteristics of soul ties? I've already explained soul tie. As, uh, um, um, I've, I've already explained what soul ties are as, a, as an invincible bond. So tie, a soul tie is an invincible bond that um, um, an invincible spiritual connection that binds two people together. A soul tie is an invincible spiritual bond and connection that literally binds two people together. Now, um, um, I said to you, what are the characteristics of soul ties? Yesterday, I dealt with this um, 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 particular um, 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 subject on the characteristics of soul ties. And I said, number one, for you to identify or to know that you are in a soul tie, you need to, you'll be having obsessive thoughts and feelings about about a person even when they are no longer interested in you. When you tend to have obsessive thoughts and feelings about a person, even when they are no longer interested in you, that means you are in a soul tie. You are under the influence of a soul tie. The person doesn't want you. They don't want to know you. They don't want to connect with you. But somehow you keep having obsessive thoughts about a person. You see, 
this is characterized by wanting to be with them, even though they have already informed you and demonstrated to you that they don't want you in their lives. When the person tells you they don't want you, when a person has already demonstrated to you they don't need you, you still keep to have obsessive thoughts about the person. Are you hearing me? You keep on stalking them on social media. You keep on blocking and unblocking them. You are finding ways and means to reconnect to them and, and, and you feel depressed anytime you see their picture online. You are you you you, you yourself don't you know you have been told you don't need to connect, but somehow you cannot help it. You constantly keep trying to find how the person is doing and all those kind of things. Number two, another characteristic of so tie is that the other party controls you to your detriment, but you are unable to leave. When you are in a so tie, one of the characteristics is that you are being controlled, you are being manipulated, and you know it, you feel it, you know it is not right, but guess what? You cannot come out. When you are under the influence of a sexual so tie, what happens is that you are under demonic manipulation. You are manipulated, you are you are abused, but something still binds you to that relationship to an extent that you cannot come out. That is a sign you are under a so tie. And let me tell you, if you don't break it, it doesn't matter how or who you connect with in marriage or relationship, that relationship or marriage will not work. You need to disconnect every so tie that you have you have with any person before you go on to a new relationship or before you get married. Otherwise, you can be a married man, a married woman, but your mind will still be focused on the ex and you still feel like you need the ex in your life. You still feel like you need that person around you. Why? Because you are not spiritually connected. You have been spiritually connected and you need deliverance from such. You need to get to a place where you are Excreted yourself from anything that binds you to any other relationship. Otherwise, you will never appreciate your marriage. You will never appreciate the person that God brings into your life. Are you hearing me? You know, when you know, this is how you know that you are in a so tie. You know you are being manipulated in the relationship. There is excessive control and manipulation, but you cannot just help it. You just want to be them. Number 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 three, you are unable to move on to a healthy relationship. When you are uh, under a so tie, you can't you, you can move on to a healthy relationship. You know the relationship you are in is wrong, is abusive, is, is destructive, but still you can't leave. You, you literally cannot leave. It's like a bond. It's like a demonic influence. You are under expel of a sort. It, that is why there are some of you, you know your sisters and some of you, your brothers, they are in a relationship. You can see how that woman is treating that man. The woman is abusing the man in public. I mean, disrespecting the man, but the man cannot just leave. You think it is juju. No, there is no juju or witchcraft right in there. It is a soul tie. Sometimes they are just soul ties that are manipulating the person. You can 
cannot just understand why this man has been made like Emi Emumu. Whatever the lady tells him to do is what he does. There is a strong manipulation in that. There are certain ladies as well. They are being demonically manipulated like this. They are under a soul tie. They cannot just come out. They, they know the relationship they are in is not good. It's not healthy. But guess what? They still cannot leave. Number four, how you know that you are in a soul tie is that you literally justify and defend the negative behavior of the person. What am I trying to say? You are literally all the time trying to justify how 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 the person is good and how even the mistakes of the person you are you find ways and means to justify it you know what a person has done is not right you know what you are doing is not good but guess what you are still tied up to the place and to the person and you cannot come out you when the person does something wrong the person is not picking your calls he's not returning your messages you find a way to defend him by saying oh the, the reason why he's not picking my calls is because he's busy oh he, he's at work oh maybe the reason why he couldn't return my call even at that night is because he was tired and he slept you are literally finding answers to defend um, a negative behavior of your partner are you hearing me it is a it is a strong bone that manipulates the victim in a so time another thing that you see in a so time is that you take on the spiritual negative issues of the person you take on things like lack um, rejection disappointment failure you, you you take on certain things that the other party has certain traits certain characteristics certain issues that the other party is dealing with you tend to begin to also go under the same thing you it looks like you are also under the same manipulation so that is how you identify that you are in a soul tie are you following me the next point is how do you break away from sexual soul ties i need you to get on that is because after teaching you all this you you need to know how to break away from sexual soul ties go with me to job chapter one job chapter one let's get on to the word of the lord hallelujah glory be to god job chapter one and let's 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 do this job chapter one reading from verses 18 to 21 and job chapter one verses 18 let's get on to the word of the lord hallelujah glory be to god how to break so ties I want you to learn and help yourself, learn and help a brother, help a sister. You, you, you need to help yourself. Hallelujah. You need to help somebody. The Bible says, while he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, your sons, okay, let me read from verse 19. And suddenly a great wind came across the desert and struck the four corners of the house 
and it fell on the young people and they died. Verse 20, when Job lost everything, what did Job do? Job went through an emotional turmoil, an emotional attack and, uh, and, and, and a serious attack on his life and family. Let's hear what Job did. Verse 20, the Bible says, then Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head in the morning for the children. And he fell to the ground and worshiped God and said, naked without possession, I came into this world, into this world for my mother's womb naked will I return. The Lord gave Job the Lord, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, why am I reading such a scripture? Job went through a difficult moment, an emotional turmoil. He was at a place of distress, a place of pain, a place where nothing seemed to be working. Hear me? When Job got into that moment, he lost his children, he lost his properties, he literally lost everything within a matter of days. I mean, but guess what? When Job went through such a catastrophe and a disaster, the Bible says Job fell to the ground and began to worship God. He began to, he, he, he literally took the attack differently. He said, God gave me, and if he has chosen to take it away, so be it. Now remember, it's not like he lost one child. He lost all his children in a day. Can I say this? And Job still had the strength and the emotional capacity to tell the Lord, Father, you are the one that gave me. If you have chosen to take it, so be it. What am I trying to say? Ladies and gentlemen, there comes a time where you go through difficult and challenging emotional trouble. You literally sometimes may even go through an emotional breakdown because of the of the of, of what may happen in your relationship in your marriage there are so many people who have 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 have, have suffered depression in fact i mean and let me submit to you, they are sending people from the last relationship, they end, they left, they have never been the same. They got depressed, they got mentally destabilized, and they are still in that state up to today. Why? Because of the fact that, hear me ladies and gentlemen, because of what and how bad the situation was. You need to get to a place in God, Mahalosh Kabrasa, where you have connected in, 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 in this. You have connected so well and you are, your heart and your mind is with God to an extent that you know and you know that, 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 that guess what? Everything that happens, I was told, bring it back to God anyway. You need to have a heart. You need to understand. You need to connect in that manner. Hallelujah.
You need to connect in that manner. You need to get to a space and a place in God where you are able to surrender every single thing to him. You need to get to that moment. You need to get to that space. You need to get to that place in God. Are you following after me? You need to get to that place. And let me tell you, in every relationship that you go through, things happen. Bad things happen. Negative, unfortunate things happen. Some of you, some of you ladies, some men promised you heaven and earth. They promised you they would never leave you. Some of you, some men even went into blood covenant with you. you there, was, there was a bond. There was so much of a strong tie. And one day that idiot wakes up from the wrong side of the bed. And it is like he has been, he has gone through deliverance. It's like he has literally deleted, cleared every memory you people used to have. And so he, you, you call him, he doesn't pick. And it's like sometimes there is no quarrel, there are no issues, but somehow the enemy attacks that marriage. The enemy attacks that relationship. You used to be okay with your husband. All of a sudden, that guy woke up from the wrong side of the bed and it's like he is not talking to you anymore. My prayer for you is very simple. Now, God, the Holy Spirit will grant you the heart and the grace to be able to manage such a situation. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some ladies also, you take men's money, you take their money, you, you, you take, I mean, everything that they would want to do for you, you steal from them, you have done everything, but guess what? You eventually disappear and go and, 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 and get someone else, and it's you don't even feel a thing. Are you hearing me? All you went there to do was a transaction. There was no love. All you were motivated by was the what you would get. So after you have gotten everything, looted the man, now you go like, you know what? I don't need this any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter what happens. I mean, you, you need to understand that you need to learn how to surrender everything to God. Don't allow emotions and issues that happen in relationships and marriages to break you down to a point of depression. Learn how to surrender the pain to God. Surrender the situation to God. I know there is somebody who you are going through relationship issues. I pray that may Jehovah God step in for you in the name of Jesus. It looks like your marriage is breaking down, but may Jehovah God come through for you in the name of Jesus. You are watching me right now. You have been disappointed, heartbroken by a certain man. I pray that may Jehovah God save you and deliver you from that situation in the name of Jesus. May the Spirit of God heal your heart and set you free in the name of Jesus. I pray that grace finds you today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Can I preach like I want to? Now hear me. Hear me, ladies and gentlemen. So, so what are, how do you come out with, how do you break so ties? Number one, don't allow so tight to gain roots in your mind. Do not allow your past to control your present. Don't allow your past relationships to control your present. You need the capacity 
to understand when you go through an emotional breakdown, divorce, nobody wishes that anyone divorces, but guess what? It can happen. Nobody wishes that any evil comes to anyone, but guess what? It can happen. So get get this, get this. When you go through a disappointing relationship, a disappointing emotional attack, what do you do? Number one, the first thing you need to understand See, most people live in denial. The guy is gone. They feel like he's going to come again. They feel like he's going to come again. Daddy, he's gone. Gone, 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 gone. He's not coming again. So what do you do? Now, I'm going to give you four points. Anytime you have an emotional breakdown, you, you are, you, I'm not saying somebody will break your heart, but if in, in case it happens, so any form of emotional breakdown, you lose someone, or in any form, this is what you do. Number one, acknowledge the situation. Don't leave them behind. If the person is left, he's left. There is absolutely nothing you can do about it. There are some people, they will go and they will still hang out around you. If I'm not talking about just male-female relationships or husband-wife relationships or, or boy-girl. I'm talking about any form of relationships. Because so tight, like I said, it can be sexual, it can be non-sexual. You, you may love your boss so much, you, are, you understand? And your boss chooses to leave or your boss chooses to fire you or something. There, is, there, there comes a time, there is a separation between you and the person you are so much connected to. The first thing you need to understand is you need to understand. You need to understand that the person has gone, he's gone. If he's left, he's left. You've got to come to that place of understanding. But most people, that guy left three years ago. You are still living in a certain space of denial that he's going to come back. My dear sister, he ain't coming back today. Neither is he coming back tomorrow. Songa in belly. You've got to learn how to move forward, accept the situation, and acknowledge that that mumu is not coming back. He's not coming back. So accept it and move on. You've got to move on. Get to move on. Handling it. How to acknowledge the situation. The guy is gone. He's gone. Don't leave in denial. You, he may be, even be working with you in the same office. You may be seeing him every day. But ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand any form of heartbreak, any form of rejection, any form of disappointment, they all work with this principle. When somebody breaks your heart, leaves you, whether it is your boss or your, your colleague at work or somebody who is so much attached to your husband or your wife or your ex or your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend, you need to understand. The first thing you need to understand is that when Job went through that emotional turmoil. He understood that his children are dead. He know that his children are gone. You need to understand when somebody lives your life, understand that the person is gone. Acknowledge that fact. The person is gone. He's no longer coming back. Some of you, the saddest thing, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, just drop something in my spirit and let me, let me help you. Let me help you with this. Let me help you with this. Let me help you with this. Now, get this straight with, with me. 
You can even be having dreams. The person has left your life, but you can still be having dreams like you and him in New York, you and the person in, in, in Las Vegas, you and the person in Diani, you and the person in, 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 in Zanzibar, you are having dreams. The person has left your life. Ladies and gentlemen, don't accept those kind of dreams, hoping and thinking in your mind that the person is coming back. He ain't coming back. You've got to decide and accept it and move on. John is gone, he's gone. Mary is gone, he's gone. Lucy is gone, she is gone. You've got to accept it. And then you song in belly. You move on, all right? You've got to accept it. Acknowledge the situation that that idiot is not coming back to your life again. So you've got to accept it and move on. That's it. You need to first accept it. Accept, accept it. Accept the situation. Number two, take time to reflect and grieve. All right, so you take time to reflect on the situation. If you have to cry, cry. All right, if you have to mourn, I mean, mourn grief, go through the grieving period. The person is gone, the person is no longer in your life, but you need to take time to accept it and then grieve over the situation. Go through the emotions. See, sometimes you feel like, oh, me, I didn't even like him. So the person is gone and you feel like you are so strong, you don't take time to reflect on the situation and go through the morning situation. What happens is that you'll be okay, okay, you, you feel like you are strong, you are strong after one month, two months, you still, so one day something will happen and you break down emotionally all of a sudden and people will not understand what is going through, with what is going on with you. It is just that remote situation, that remote issue that you did not take time to reflect and deal with it. You need to take time and deal with the situation, reflect on it and accept it. And then, and if you need to grieve over the situation, grieve over it. You need to grieve over the situation, grieve over it. All right. If you have to grieve over it, grieve over it. If you have to cry, cry. If you have to, whatever that you need to do, do. Okay. Yeah, you've got to know how to accept the situation, grieve. If you need to, if you need to cry, cry. Just it's 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 part of it. Sometimes you need to let your emotions out. All right. If you are not like some of us who can't cry, I mean, I mean, just if you can cry, just cry. If you have whichever way you want to release your emotions, just release your emotions. All right, don't go wasting yourself and boxing yourself in unnecessary drinking that is going to waste your life even more. Some 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 Christians, that is what they do. You just get into unnecessary drinking, you keep drinking, you keep drinking and keep drinking, hoping that let me tell you, alcohol only solves your problem that moment. That moment that you take the alcohol, that is when it solves the problem, but it does not give you a lasting solution. Go through the emotions, sober, as sober as possible. And then what you do is to allow your emotions to come out. Go through the emotions. Let the emotions come out. You might have invested in that person, but the person left you. Go through the emotions. Let it come out. You might have helped and supported the person. Maybe I, I know in this country, a certain lady paid a certain man's school fees. I mean, a lady, a mature lady, paid a certain young man's school fees, paid the school fees, did everything, 
and then um, the guy finished his first degree, got a master's, got, I mean, finished the master's, got a very good job with an international company. And then guess what? Right after the second month, this man comes and tells the lady, I want to introduce to you my fiancé. The guy was giving I mean, pocket money for, for six years of first degree and master's degree. The guy was being taken care of. The guy was supported by this lady. The lady was thinking that she was taking care of this man so that at the end of the day, this man will come and marry her. But eventually it was a different story. And I've seen another man also who brought a lady from the village, took care of the lady, schooled the lady, did everything. And guess what? Eventually the lady left to go marry a certain a certain young guy that is her age. Ladies and gentlemen, and let, on this note, let me tell you, if you are doing something for somebody, hoping to receive something in return, make it clear right from day one. Because if you take care, I'm not saying what those people did was good, but if you have not made it clear, the person does not owe you anything. It could be from the generosity of your heart that you are school, you are taking them through, I mean, through, through college, through university, for them to do their masters. So after all that, there is no proper arrangement or pro. You don't have the conversation about it, hoping that you know what you you express and get to know. I mean, you you explain to them that you know what this thing I'm doing. I'm doing because of A, B, C, and D. Let me tell you, you might get the shock of your life because. Taking somebody to school does not necessarily mean that they should come and marry you. Let me tell you, let me say that, let me say, never get into a relationship with anyone based on sympathy. Like you, you are, you sympathize with them. You feel like, oh, this person, if I don't do it the way the person has taken good care of me through school, I need to sympathize with him and 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 get and marry him just because of of, of that. Don't get into any relationship because of sympathy. Are you hearing me? You are not a charity. You are not a charitable organization. You are a human being that deserves to be loved and deserves to go for what you desire and what you want. The person might have spent whatever money on you. If you are not comfortable, don't also accept I mean, free gifts, free bees. This, you see, don't accept it if you are not, if the person tells you, I'm giving it to you from the generosity of my heart with no strange attached, that is different. If they are taking you through school with no strange attached, that is different. There are some genuine people who are genuinely good. Some of us, we are genuinely good, but it's not everybody that had the heart that some of us have. Some people, they may do things for you with an ulterior motive. And you must make it clear. And you also, you are receiving and receiving and receiving. You, you need to ask, so what do you expect? What are, what are, you see, what, what, am, what, are, what am I expected to do? What are the expectations? You need to understand that fact. If the person tells you there is nothing to expect, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting anything from you. It's just from the generosity of my heart. That's why I'm doing this. That is good. And that is, we pray that God will bring the new people like that. But there are certain people, they are looking for things in return. And if you don't play ball after they have uh, invested in you, I'm telling you, it is going to be a very, very difficult situation. So number one, when you go through any emotional turmoil, 
any heartbreak, whatever, accept it. Number one, accept that. Accept the situation. Accept what has happened, number one. Number two, take time and reflect and grieve. Take time and do what? Reflect and grieve. Take time and reflect and grieve. Take time and reflect and grieve. You need to take time. You need to reflect. You need to grieve. You need to take time. You need to reflect. You need to grieve. Take time, reflect, and grieve. Number three, present the matter to God. Yes. See, if you keep receiving things from someone, just act. I mean, it's 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 right, equally right for you to clear your mind. You understand? To clear your mind. To clear your mind. See, some of us, see, some people like us, you, if you keep giving things and giving things and giving things and I remember many years ago when I went to the UK for the first time and I mean, oh, it, was, it was just a nice story. I mean, somebody started investing in me. This lady started investing in me. She will cook. I mean, she will cook a store. Cook goat meat, cook fish, cook egg stew, cook soup, cook fufu, cook jollof rice. I mean, just a proper production. Bring it to my house. And guess what? That time I was I was a, just a just a just a guy living in the UK. I ate the food. I enjoyed it. She would give me her card. Says, man of God, use my card. I took the card and I used it. So after six months, I mean they they. The generosity was getting too much. So I decided, a friend of mine asked me, so, David, this lady that is doing all these things for you, is there something going on? I said, which thing? Me, there is nothing. You know, we have not discussed anything. She just says, she says, you see, and you know the saddest thing about Christians and charismatic and Pentecostal people. See, she comes and says, Man of God, I am led. I am led to cook for you. I am led to give you uh, my card. I am led. She says she's led. And who am I to question somebody who is being led by God? I mean, sure. That that is I'm trying to question God that He has sent the helper to my to my way. I said, if you are led, keep being led. So he said, he told me, David, you need to be very careful. And uh, ah, so now, one day, he says, this person has asked of your, um, your relationship and marital status. I said, no, she's not asked. So one day, in conversation, I called her, I called her for a meeting in a restaurant and I said, my friend, um, there is something that I need to tell you. I need to ask, you have been giving me things. You have been giving me your card. Your, I mean, I have been using your card for six months. I mean, you every week, you are bringing new food, new this. I mean, you are doing shopping. It's, it's getting too much. 
what 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 are you expecting? I, I don't I hope you are not expecting anything. Says, Oh no, man of God, why can I expect? I says it is from the generosity of my heart. There is nothing. I am not expecting anything from you. If you if you even tell me to stop now, I will stop. I'm I just want you to be okay. I said, Are you sure you are not expecting anything from me? He says, No, sir, nothing. I'm not expecting anything. I said, that is okay. Guess what? Just a week later in conversation, and I told her, you know, I need to go to Ghana um, to visit my family because um, um, my wife has delivered a newborn baby. That was when my second born was, at the, I mean, who, I mean, I mean, my wife, that was when my wife had given, this, she said what? She says, what did you say? I said, I need to go to Ghana because my wife just delivered my second home. All of a sudden, she did like this. She, she did like this, removed the wig. It was as if she had gone mad and crazy. I'm like, what is happening here? Said I cry. Says, I mean, drove, walked out. She she came with her car. She started walking to her house. She left the car in my house. She walked for almost over an hour to her house. She got confused to an extent that she left the car. She left her ML in my house, walked. For over one hour, she was just walking, just walking, just walking. I said, holy God. So I'm like, what is going on here? What was this person expecting? Later on, and some of us, we, I just called, what is the problem? She's not talking. What is the issue? She's not talking. And then I told her, me, I'm leaving. I left. By the time I left and came back to Ghana, that is when she now started explaining, oh, she thought something could happen. I said, what can happen? I asked you, and you told me there was there is no expectation. There is nothing. I asked you, you kept, you kept telling me you are being led by God. I said, if you were truly led by God to do those things, God should have told you that nothing is going to work here. Are you hearing me? So you need to understand. Don't just ask questions. Make sure you clear. You you said you said the 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 the, the you put all cards on the table. You make things clear right from day one, so that you don't get yourself you don't you don't end up getting heartbroken, or you don't end up also I mean taking advantage of somebody in their innocence and which can later lead you into trouble. Are you following me? So present the matter to God. Present the matter to God. Present the matter to God. So if you are a lady and you are, you are being led, you have seen a man and you, you keep saying you are being led and you keep supplying them, my friend, you can keep supplying some of these people. As you continue to be led, they will continue to receive. Set the record straight so that you don't get yourself disappointed in the process. Number, So I said, acknowledge what has happened, reflect and take time to grieve. Number three, 
Present the matter to God. 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 Number four, surrender everything to God and make a choice and move on. Surrender everything to God and make a choice and move on. You see, you reflect, you accept it, you reflect and grieve, you present the matter to God in prayer, and then you move on. You've got to move on. You've got to move on. So you need to acknowledge when you go through in any emotional turmoil, you need to acknowledge that what has happened has happened. Don't allow any form of relationship in your past to influence your present. If you want to break so tight, if you want to come out of so tight, you need to get that straight. Don't allow your past relationships to influence your present. Number two. Okay, let me try and see if I can. It's quite, it's quite, let me try and see if I can summarize what I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing the other point so that I can finish. I don't want to carry it to next week so that next week we deal with spiritual marriages and demonic dreams, breaking spirit, spiritual marriages and demonic dreams. Spiritual, we want to break, we want to disconnect ourselves from them. And I know for sure you are going to be blessed. Breaking spiritual marriages and demonic dreams for next week. We want to handle that and then we can move on to the next point. Hallelujah. So what do you do to break away from soul ties? What do you do to break away from soul ties? Number one, break away, break free and break away from the past in order to be ready for the new and a fulfilling relationship. When you are done with a relationship, you are done. You understand? When you are done, be done. Did you hear me? When you are done, just make sure you take your time, reflect over it, and detox yourself from that, your previous relationship, so that it does not affect your presence. Break away and break free from every past relationship so that you can be able to have um, 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 a new relationship moving forward. You need to learn how to disconnect and break away from every negative relationship. Disconnect yourself, break away from them so that you will be free. If you are heartbroken, take time, grieve over the situation, reflect it, reflect over it, present it to God, and then you can be able to move on. You need to, the Bible says, beloved brethren, Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 to 14, he said, I do not consider myself, he says, to, he said, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me. Heaven word in Christ Jesus. He says, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I forget what is behind me and reach for what is ahead of me. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to get to a place where when you are done, you are done. Are you hearing me? You need to learn how to be done. Block, delete, and, and what? Yes. Delete you. When you are done, be done. 
in any form of relationship that it is that is toxic that is not healthy for you you need to disconnect yourself completely because if you don't do that it is going to affect your current relationship be done when you are done you must let people go you must let go of people who previously you held in your heart and you were connected or attached to learn to let people who you previously held them in your heart learn to let them go people who you previously were so much attached to learn to let them go let let them free out of your heart because if they are gone, they are gone. And they ain't coming back today, neither are they coming back tomorrow. You must have the wisdom and the grace to understand that principle, that those guys are gone and they are gone forever. All right? You must move on from one relationship. You must move on from one relationship to another by wholly breaking every soul tie and totally disconnecting yourself from your previous relationship. You must learn how to move on from your current relationship and totally disconnecting yourself from every soul tie before you move on to a new relationship. You, you, sorry, you must move on from your past relationship, disconnect yourself from every soul tie, then you move on to a new relationship. See, maybe you are a mother, you are listening to me, you know, you don't feel like this thing is connected to you, but you need to learn it to help your children, teach your children, teach your sons, teach your daughters so that they can get married. The reason why many women are not getting married, many men are still single at 45 and 50s and all that is because some of these things have not been addressed. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't address them, I'm telling you, it might catch up with you and it might influence your marriage life negatively. That is why I'm taking time to teach you. The next thing you need to do, if you want to break away from so tired, is that engage in prayer and fasting. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 18, verses 18, it says, truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth shall be be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven and the bible says in mark 9 it says there are some things that do not go except by fasting and prayer there are certain things you can only disconnect yourself from when you fast and pray all right you've got to get to that space you've got to get to that place where you are so much in tune with the spirit of god That you, 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 your, your heart, your mind is saturated by the presence of God. You get into prayer, you pray to disconnect yourself from certain things. There are some things you can only break away when you fast and pray. Learn how to fast, engage in fasting and prayer after every relationship so that, see, when you fast and pray, number one, you fast to pray to break the soul ties. Number two, you tell God you don't want to go through another heartbreak. <laughs> You prepare yourself spiritually for the new relationship that God is bringing your way. You literally clear the atmosphere. You clear the spirit realm so that the next person coming to you will not be a time waster, will not be an abuser, will not be someone that will take from you and destroy what you have. You need to get to that space and that realm. 
You pray to disconnect yourself from every form of soul tie, every form of spiritual marriage. You need to learn how to pray after every relationship. Get into a place of prayer. Detox yourself spiritually and declare that this wrong relationship shall not happen again. That you shall not be rejected again. You shall not be left again. You shall not be heartbroken again. Prepare yourself prayerfully so that you can enter into a fresh, brand new relationship that will be good for you. But some of you, you don't. After you cry, 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 the next thing is that you just jump onto the next guy that comes to you or the next lady that comes and the thing repeats itself again and then your heart is broken and you just can't come to the next person and your heart is broken. Some of your heart has been broken three, four, five, ten times. Let me tell you something my father told me. Okay, let, let me not say it. Let me not say it. Let me not say it. Hear me? By the time your heart is broken three, four, five times, six times, there's pictures. Your heart has been broken several times. It's like, I mean, Matthew broke your heart. John broke your heart. Andrew broke your heart. I mean, um, 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 what is James all the 12 disciples, all the Bible names, all the names in the Bible, each one of them has broken your heart at some point. Yeah. Are you hearing me? You see, you need to engage in fasting and prayer so that you, that you don't see if, if, you, if your heart keeps being broken by people, there is a problem. Don't you think there is something spiritual about it? You don't have to take it lightly. You need to engage in prayer and engage prophetically and deal with it. You need to declare that this evil cycle of heartbreak shall not repeat itself. This satanic cycle will not repeat itself. Disconnect yourself. Let me tell you, especially if um, if if in your family there is no marriage, nobody has gotten married and, and things like that, that and your, you keep going through heartbreaks and rejections, you need to engage in fasting and prayer. Don't take it lightly. It is not natural. It is not normal. That is not business as usual. You've got to go to God in prayer and tell the Lord, let this cycle be broken. Let this cycle of rejection, of disappointment in my life be broken. I mean, Mark said in Mark chapter 9, he says, there are some things that do not go except by fasting and prayer. The only way they go is when you fast and pray. That is when they go. That is when they go. You need to fast and pray. You need to fast and pray. You need to get into that moment of fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You need to fast and pray. I said you fast and pray, number one, to break the soul tie of your previous relationship. And number two, you fast and pray to clear the air to clear the spiritual atmosphere and the presence around you so that that thing does not happen again. Can somebody help us? Let's do another, another drill today. What, what, what names, what names, what, what men? They asked that question somewhere the other day. And I said, let me ask, 
What are some of the names of men that like breaking people's hearts? Names of men. Some, some names, some typical names. Maybe some, some names. Is it Otienos or Onyango or which names have you been familiar with? In your, in your, among your friends, maybe not you, but your friends. Kelvin, <laughs> I've heard that name. That if somebody is called Kevin, somebody say Brian. Kelvin's, we have got two Kelvin's. Jack, my God, my God, my God. Some names, some men. Brian, oh my God, A.K.A. Brian. Brian, those men called Brian. Brian has got. Ken, the name Ken. Someone said the name Ken is not good. Tony. <laughs> oh my God. Brian. I think, I think Brian has won. Those guys called Brian. Peggy says who Nana Kwame. If if the guy is called Nana, Brian, Kevin, they know, and Tony, it's okay. Brian, Kevin, they know. And Tony, those men, they break people's hearts. <laughs> those men, Kevin, Brian, then this. Anybody called Kevin and Brian? You need to be very, very careful. Somehow, they, they may end up breaking hearts. Uh, hallelujah. Anyway, let's continue. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, let's go. Let's go. So, you need to engage in fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. And then, and then, and then, and then. And the next point is uh, you need to, that was the Ajemai. <laughs> Anyway, let's go. Let's continue. Let's continue. The next point is let's go. Let's get. Let's get on. Let's get on. Let's get on. You need to purpose to grow in your walk with the Lord. You see, one of the reasons why some of these things keep happening in your life and some people they get so bonded to certain soul ties is because they don't have a strong relationship with God. They don't have a personal relationship with God. They themselves they don't have a personal relationship with God. There is no personal relationship they themselves have with God. It is not there. Are you hearing me? They, 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 they are not connected to God. All they know is what people tell them. They themselves don't have a personal relationship with God. So when they have a personal, when they get closer to anybody, the relationship they have with a certain man or a certain lady literally outweighs them over who's the relationship they have with God. So the day that man or that woman is no longer in their lives, it looks like all hell has broken loose and everything has come to an end in their lives. Ladies and gentlemen, let your relationship with God um, 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 be paramount, be stronger than any other relationship you have with the mortal man. 
Let me repeat it again. Let your relationship with God outshine any other relationship you have with any other man. Let it be stronger than any relationship with any other man. Because let me tell you, men can be disappointing. Women can be disappointing, but God does not disappoint. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The Bible says he will neither leave us nor forsake us. You need to get to that space in God where your relationship with God is so strong that every other relationship you have with any other person is secondary. Are you hearing me? You see, when your relationship with God is stronger than every other relationship, yes, a man can break your heart. Yes, a woman can break your heart, but you you still know you've got God. You can still go to your heavenly father, cry unto him, connect with him. And I'm telling you, that is how you get restored. Don't allow the relationship you have with the mortal man, a man who can change his mind, a man who can forget you, a man who can wake up from the wrong side of the bed and delete every other single memory you have ever shared. Let me tell you, don't allow that relationship to outshine the relationship we have with God. That's why sometimes I pity most of our ladies, um, especially um, and, and, and when they get into a relationship, they even forget God. You call them to come to church, they feel like, oh, they can't even get into the presence of God because of a certain guy who is going to leave them after three months, the guy who is lying to them that they love them. Are you getting my point? You need to be sure that you will not allow your relationship with God to outshine your relationship with any other man because man can disappoint you. Man can leave you, but God, he will neither leave you nor forsake you. So if you want to break away from so ties, walk in um, desire to develop an intimate relationship with God. Desire your communication with God through prayer and reading of the word must remain active and alive. You are in the process of a heartbreak. Still maintain your relationship with God. Maintain your relationship with God. Your communication with God must be stronger and must even be um, must be better than it was before. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the Bible says for the word of the Lord is living and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. It is clear that the word of God is able to divide the soul and the spirit. So when you are in a soul tie and you keep feeding on the word, you keep feeding on the word, the word of God is able to separate you and disconnect you from any other soul tie that you, you might not possibly gotten yourself into. The more you pray, the more you feed on the word of God, the weaker that so time becomes. Because the word of God, the Bible says the word of God is able to divide soul and spirit. The more you feed on the word, the more you pray, the more the soul time is weakened and eventually it shall be broken from your life. Number five, I said to you today, allow me to finish this particular subject. And, uh, um, 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 and go through all the points so that um, I don't have to come back to it again. Breaking soul ties. So I said, if you want to break a soul tie, number one, don't allow your past relationship to influence your present. If you go through a heartbreak, any form of disappointment, number one, I said, acknowledge the situation. Your heart has been broken. Yes, the guy is gone. He's left. Number two, take time. Grieve over the situation. Cry if you have to. Reflect and grieve. Number three, I said, if you go through any kind of a situation like that, heartbreak, whatever, present it to God and make sure God helps you to move on and, and, and never 
ever look back. Make sure you break away from every relationship in your past and, and be ready for a fulfilling relationship. If a man has left, he has left. I mean, cry if you have to, grieve if you have to, but accept it. Don't live in denial because you had a dream and you people were on a beach, I mean, swimming or whatever. Doesn't mean that a guy is going to come back. He's not coming back. He's gone. You've got to songa in belly. You've got to move on. Are you hearing me? You've got to understand that it's happened. It's happened and it's done. Number three, I said, if you want to say, break away from that relationship and make sure you are ready for anyone. Disconnect yourself. Make sure you have completely disconnected yourself. Focus on what is ahead. It doesn't matter how good it is. There is something better ahead of you. Every good thing is ahead of you, not behind you. Look at your face. Every good thing is ahead of you. There is nothing good that comes from you that is behind you. Number three, I said, engage in prayer and fasting. Number four, have a deeper relationship with God. You, you, you must develop a deeper with because the more you deepen your relationship with God, you study the word, you pray, the more you get closer to God, the more you pray, the more you disconnect yourself from your past, and the more you clear the highway for the better relationship that is coming, for the better marriage that is coming. You need to know that. Number five, and the hardest part of all is what I'm going to tell you. Avoid every emotional connection with the person. If you want to break so tight with any person, avoid any emotional connection with the person. Keep away from testing them, calling them, I mean, meetings, coffee, and all that drama. It is not going to help you in any way. If it is done, it is done. See, let me tell you. Do you know the reason why some of you never come out of relationships is because of this thing called closure. Me, I want closure. Which closure? The guy has already damned you. What closure do you need? To close what? To... You see, sometimes what you don't need is closure. What you need is to move on. Decide and accept to move on. Because closure simply means, let me be honest, you know the guy has left you, but you want closure. You want him to meet you and still repeat, reiterate to you that you know what? I have left you. Sometimes, you see, most of the closures are not honest. What do I mean by that? Do you think the guy, only 1%, some of us who don't care and we say we speak our minds, right? Some of us, if, if you manage to get somebody, I mean, like us that speak our minds, polaris, we don't care how you feel or what you think, they will tell you as it is. Even if it will cause you pain, they will tell you. Only a few people will tell you exactly why they are leaving you. Only a few. Only a few people will tell you exactly why they are leaving you. So that closure nonsense is not going to change much because most of the time, the closure you need is to move on. All right? The closure thing is why you want to know why they are leaving you. The question is, they will not tell you the truth. It's not going to... They will tell you something nice. Maybe you need that quote and unquote lie to make you feel good, all right? Only a few people will tell you that the way you are, I could see that you are not showering, you are not bathing well. You, I mean, only a few people will look at you in their eye and tell you, because maybe you had body odor, because maybe you, you, you are this, because the, a few people will have the audacity to tell you that the reason why I am living is A, B, C, and D. 
Only a few people will have the courage to tell you. Know, they will not tell you. They will tell you, they will come and tell you, oh, it's my mother, my mother, I mean, all that unnecessary drama. My mother doesn't like you. And you know me, I'm connected to my mother, and all my family members don't like you. Hey, all those things, they are Hollywood stories, all right? They are not true. I mean, your mother doesn't like you, and then what? Are, they, are you marrying my, I mean, their mother? No, that is not a point. They will find a good textbook answer and give you. The reason is that, you see, all that nonsense, it does not help. If the person is gone, he's gone. Accept it and know that he's gone. That you want closure. Closure is not going to, they will not tell you the truth. Right? They will not tell you the truth. So avoid meetings with such people. Avoid, I mean, I mean, if you are a man and a lady leaves you and you expect him to tell you that maybe, I mean, let me tell you something called official reasons and the real reasons. Official reasons are the reasons why, the reasons that they can say to Anna. Let's say you are married to John. Mary is married to John and Mary leaves John. For one reason, Mary will tell the family, John does not provide. Mary will tell the family, John is abusing me. Those are official reasons. The official reasons are the reasons that when they are said in public, it looks good. It is official. I mean, those are the official reasons. Official reason is that John is abusing me. Official reason is that, I mean, John um, is, 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 um, is not providing for me. Those are official reasons. But the real reason may be something, the real reason why they left the marriage may be completely different. But the real reason, most of the time, it is not said they can say, they can talk about. They don't even talk about it. You know, they don't really talk about it. The real reasons is because possibly they feel like, possibly maybe, the real reason somebody will leave a marriage is maybe it could be something else. They feel like you are not good enough for them in, 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 in possibly some strange other thing, but they would not tell you that this is the real reason. They will tell you official reasons, the ones that when they are written in a textbook, it looks better. It makes them look good. All right? Those are the things, they will tell, but the real reasons may not be said. When they are breaking up with you, they say, you know, you are a beautiful woman. You know, you are, you are the best woman any man wants. Just that it's not working. Irreconcilable differences. I mean, which, I mean, which, which difference? He'll tell you, can somebody give me some of the reasons how, why you were dumped your, your last, what did the person tell you? you the closure, those closure. New reasons and official reasons. It's like somebody leaving a church. They leave a church, they will tell you the real the reason why I'm leaving a church is that uh, the pastor, the pastor is spending our money. The pastor is spending our money. That may not be the real reason. The real reason is that possibly they wanted to become, they wanted to become an elder and they were not given the eldership position. So they feel like they, they are out of place. So they go out there and say the pastor is spending their money, which that money she doesn't have. You understand? Can somebody tell me what is what way, what were you told? What were you told? What were you told? What did that man or that woman tell you? You need someone better than me. Look at that. Look at that. Look at what somebody was told. You don't like my family. See, you need someone better than me. You don't like my family. See, definitely. I mean, 
The unchangeable God has changed his ways. My God. It's not you. You are not the problem. It's me. That is the most, the most, the most weirdest, careless answer. It is not you, but it's me. Somebody said the other day, what? Um, I want to go and find myself. Why were you lost? I need, I want to leave this relationship because I need to find myself. The distance, this long distance thing is not working, correct? Long distance, that means the last one, you snore too much. Look at this, you snore too much. I don't have grace to continue. You deserve someone better than me. It's not you, it's me. See, all these stories, you put, you put on one cloth. And after that, they will get married after three months. You are still a young girl. You need to grow up. Research. See, those stories are not the real reasons. Those stories are things that are told you. If somebody leaves you because they say you are you are you you, you need a better person than me, I mean, surely. See, all those things. It's not it's not a real reason. So, going for a closure to go and hear all those careless words just to make you feel good. If you want a few good experience, maybe to make you better, maybe possibly, but trust me, at the end of the day, the truth may not even be said. Only a few people tell you the truth. Why they let you? Right? Only a few people tell you. Only a few people tell you the truth. Right? So let's go. So you communication is the doorway that keeps emotional bond with your partner back on. Communication is the doorway that keeps the emotional bond with your partner and will likely lead you to fall back into a sexual relationship with them. When you keep communicating with your ex, you keep communicating with somebody you are sexually involved with, there is a soul tie that was created, guess what? You definitely trickle back to that person. If you are constantly in communication with that person, if you are not careful, you will trickle back to that, to having a sexual affair with that ex. The word God gave us in the word of, with the word that this written in the word of God, when it comes to sexual issues, the word is free. Don't run. He said free. Literally take your to your heels. Once you make a decision to disconnect from the person, ensure you cut off all communication as much as possible. All right? Because if you were sexually involved with a person and then, and then, and then, and then, you see, you were, you are, the other day, I mean, I was, I was, I was settling um, an issue, and then this girl of a person says they are in business with the ex. All right, they are in business with the ex, and then, and then the ex um, um, requested that. I mean, she. I mean, one day when they went for business. The ex requested that she comes home and then comes home. And then when they got home, the ex requested that, oh, um, um, they, he gives him um, um, a massage. And then the ex, so in the house, she's, he's been given a massage in the house. And then one thing led to another before they realized they have finished themselves completely. Guess what? The, the next thing they realized is that the girl found himself pregnant. Are you hearing me? Married girl giving massage to a naked man, one thing leads to another. He says, Oh, it was strictly business. There was no business there, right there. There is absolutely no business right there. 
Are you hearing me? You, you need to know how to manage yourself. There are certain things you don't do. There are certain things you don't play with. There, are certain, it, it, there is absolutely no business right there. So now the child will be called what? Business what? Or commerce something. So it is not, it's not going to help. So when you successfully go through the process of healing, you realize that you, you will realize that any encounter you have with the person does not affect you in any way. Now, after you have healed completely, you have gone through the process of healing. Even if you meet that ex, there is nothing you feel for them. There is no connection whatsoever. Then you can actually possibly say, oh, now you can meet them or relate with them in a way that is not going to help. Uh, I mean, that, that's not, that is not personal. But if you have not gone through healing process and you are not healed, you are still have some feelings for them. There are some of you, the thing is that you lie to yourself. You still know, you still desire that guy. Though you don't tell anyone in your own small way, you are desiring that guy that left you, that mumu, that, and you see, guess what? You would never be able to maintain your relationship. Your current, it will not work. It will not stay because in as much as you are here, you are in the middle of the night when nobody is there. You are thinking about the memories you had with that ex. You are thinking, you are with a present person, but your mind is still with that old guy. Are you hearing my point? You need to understand the moment you are still having emotional um, desires for somebody is not going to work. You will end up breaking the current really, it's just a matter of time. All right. Number six, make a decision to forgive them and release them from your heart. Make a conscious decision to forgive people and release them from your heart. Make a conscious decision to forgive people and release them from your heart. I think my time is up. Um, 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 and, then, and then the next thing, but the Bible says, then when you stand up praying, forgive anyone that has wronged you. For if you don't know, forgive them. Your heavenly father will also not forgive you your sins. So you need to understand how to forgive. Forgive anybody that had wronged you, anybody that broke your heart, anybody they broke your leg, broke whichever part of you, just learn to forgive them and let go and let God have his way. God bless you. So take these points. These are, if you want my book on breaking soul ties and spiritual marriages, it's a very profound, small book. Within a day, you can actually read and read and read again and assimilate everything, every information you need to help you in your marriage. If you are a single lady, a single man, get this book. It will help you and change your life. If you are a married man, married woman, Get this book. It will help you and change the face of your marriage and you shall be blessed. God bless you. God bless you. I want us to pray. I want to release a prayer. Connor, let me make a prayer over you. Let me make a prayer over you. I'm sorry you've not been able to pray much, but I'm going to, tomorrow morning, I'm going to make us pray over some of these things. And then even tomorrow, we'll be praying over marriages. Your marriage must pray forth. We'll be praying over marriages. We'll be praying over over, 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 right, even the year you want to marry. Yeah, right when, write something about your marriage. Come with it. Let us pray and see the hand of the Lord. God bless you. I love you all. I want to see you again. Let me pray for you. Father, I speak over your people. 
every soul tie that you are, you are involved in today, we declare, let it be broken in the name of Jesus. May you deliver your people from every form of soul tie in the mighty name of Jesus. I disconnect every demonic relationship from your lives and I declare you are set free in the name of Jesus. Anything that binds you and ties you to any illicit relationship that is negatively destroying your life, any destructive connection you have with people in your past that is affecting your present, today I declare you are delivered in the name of Jesus. You are delivered. 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 You are delivered in the name of Jesus. May the Lord set you free. May Jehovah God 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 set you free. You are coming out of every bondage, every on ungodly relationship that is breaking you down in Jesus' name. May the Lord begin a new thing in your life. I command the right man to locate you. The man that God has destined for your life, may Jehovah God cause them to locate you. In the name of Jesus, every man or woman God has destined for you, we pray that may that man locate you. I decree and declare, you shall not break down, you shall not break down, you shall not break down. The Lord shall restore you to your, the place where he deserves. In Jesus' matchless name. We are prayed with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. God bless you for connecting.